Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Chuck. And my name is Lee. And today we're doing the ever so exciting TV series, Ms. Marvel. And we are on episode four, titled Seeing Red. Thank God. (laughs) Two more left, that's it. Just two more left. Yes. Yes, Seeing Red. Yeah, so this is a difficult one for me because I have to watch it first. I have to watch it again to take notes. And then I need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I wish this did not tie into Captain Marvel or we would not be doing it. I'm still trying to figure out why it's called Ms. Marvel. And then, and then I'm just wondering, like, okay, I get it's called Ms. Marvel. I don't see why there's any tie to Marvel. Because um, it's your favorite it, superhero, that's it. Yeah. So I, I, Disney yeah. Plus has a cartoon called Spidey and His Amazing Friends. Right. A little cartoon. My son watches it. Yeah. Well, your son's also like two. So. Two, right. And um, <laughs> Ms. Marvel is in there. But in the cartoon, she's more like Mr. Fantastic, but mm-hmm. as a little girl, like a little little child. So when you um, say Mr. Fantastic, what do you mean? Like stretchy? She's stretchy. She doesn't have plasma. She's just stretchy. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> No idea. Uh, but that's all it is, is she's stretchy. Bless yeah. you. Thank you. And um, Hulk is a little kid. Doc Ock is a girl. Um, yeah. Oh, and Gwen is um, Snow Spider or something like that. It's oh, real. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't get it, but. Yeah. Okay. So that's fun. So where are we with Ms. Marvel? So we're in the we're in the fourth episode, seeing red, and yes, what is so, the, what is this all about? So to me, this episode, except for closer to the end, this episode was solely put in for exposition dump, and that was it. Yeah, um, to finally fill in the gaps of what's really going on. Yeah, that's it. So it starts off with they're they're on a flight to uh, Karachi to visit her grandmother, her nani. You must come uh, to Karachi. <laughs> Did you see the train? I saw it too. <laughs> <laughs> with her face like three inches from the phone. <laughs> um, they're on the plane, and her her and her mom are on a temporary truce. In my notes, I put in, and I don't get it. I don't understand the relationship between her and her mother. Well, I guess um, we'll figure that out. Oh. <laughs> I really, I don't get it at all. What is that? It's a flashlight laser pointer. <laughs> nice. Um. So, yeah, I, I truly do not understand the relationship between her mom and her yet, or her mom and her grandmother. It, mm-hmm. Her mom is just the... The odd middleman. Yep. <laughs> Is it shining on me in your camera? No, I'm just I'm aiming it towards my camera. So. Oh. No. Yeah. <clears throat> so welcome to Karachi. They finally land. They meet some extended family's cousins. I think because everyone in this video in this show is called auntie, uncle, and cousin, so I'm not 100 yeah. sure. Yeah, it means it means they're uh, they're all of the same 
culture, and <laughs> that's just it. It's a, re- it's a respect thing. The way that they do it, there's some kind of respect thing. So it's just uh, everybody's uncle, auntie, whatever. Cousin. Mm-hmm. And at this point, enter Nani, grandma. Um, there is immediately a tension between Kamala's mother and her grandmother. Immediately. Mm-hmm. And then we go on the tour of Karachi through the, through the cab. It's a city of lights. Um and they pull up to her grandmother's house, which is a ginormous house. Mm-hmm. It's a good size house. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I I can't speak to that culture over there, so I don't know what's a big house, what's a small house, what's a, you know, like over here it would be a big house. Over there, I have no idea. Yeah, I would say it's a big house. Yeah. Right, and in this house there are lots of rooms. Mm. Giant rooms. There's one big those, room. And in those rooms were... <laughs> <laughs> in, in and one the green grass grows all around and around and the green grass grows all around. <laughs> Someone's in a rare mood tonight. Uh. Um, there is a room full of drawings and paintings and artistic work, um, which happens to be um, Kamala's grandmother. And she just, you know, she's just going through it, checking things out. Um, and she comes across this drawing or painting of... Um, Aisha, her, I believe it's her great grandmother. If I, my memory correct is correct. Yes. It's, it's Kamala's great grandmother. It's, it's her grandmother's mom. Right. Yes. Um, at this point, Kamala asks with the bangle and if she truly is Jin and her grandmother confirms it. Um, the weird thing is, is Kamala's like, why are you being so casual about this? Because apparently as you discussed earlier, you know, Apparently, being Jin is a bad, bad thing. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over here in the states, what would you compare being Jin to? Um, nothing really, because we don't um, we don't have any thing like that. I don't know. A Jin, they're they're basically like they said. There's ghost stories, and then there's Jin stories, which are scarier because they're real. So basically, they're like they're like demons. Hmm. It's basically how they're they're making them out to be. Is they have their, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't compare it to anything in the states. It's it's a it's a cultural thing that's not really com- like comparable. Right. So you know. Kamala's I mean, when they say then. so, Jin is basically genie. You know, when you think of like Aladdin and stuff like that, and there's tons of movies. I mean, what was it? The movie Kazam, where he's like, "I am Jin," which basically meant he was a free genie. Um. So he was a magical, uh, being. So- a magical being, yeah. That, okay, that um, served no master. Hence, why the powers are already in Kamala. The Bengals mm-hmm. just drawing it out. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um. So they discuss the train and the one in the vision, and it's amazing how her grandmother saw the same train while not wearing the bangle. Um, well, of course, her grandmother saw the same train. Her grandmother has seen that train. <laughs> I mean, she saw it in the vision while she was seeing the vision. That's what it alluded to. My question is this. There are supposed to be two bangles. Do you think we'll yeah. ever come across the second one? Yeah, I don't know. It's. I, I, I thought I thought we were going to get to that at some point, but they've not even brought it up at all. So I'm wondering if it's just... Uh, the one if it just doesn't exist they're not going to get to it or it's the second bangle that makes her stretchy 
Well, no, she's stretchy in the first episode with her plasma power. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Okay. So, um, the next day, you know, now it's time to visit with the extended family, quote-unquote extended family, cousins, uncles. Um, apparently, she wore jeans to this restaurant or wherever they went. It was a bad idea because huh. you're not supposed to wear jeans inside. So, they had to eat outside. Hmm. I, I don't... I've never... It's a dress code thing. I get that. It's just... My thought process is her mom is going with her. How come her mom just didn't tell her on the way out? Like, hey, we're going to places you can't wear jeans. Please change. <laughs> um, Maybe she didn't know? I don't know. And Kamala cannot stand spicy food. So she's sitting there trying spicy food. Everyone is making fun of her, which apparently is a thing throughout this episode um her and spicy food and being laughed at because she's american and she just doesn't like she didn't grow right. up in this culture so to her it's it'd be like you and i going over there and hanging out there it's culture shock for her i would love that food that food would be amazing you like spicy food i love spicy food i can't stand spicy food oh it's it's amazing i've got it's spicy. The, the, hot, the hot sauce I have upstairs, I put in most of my food. It's 682,000 on the Scoville meter. It's fantastic. It's called the Six. Widowmaker. <laughs> Not even kidding. It's so good. 682,000? Correct. Yeah. That's... It's, it, it's up there. I mean, there's definitely there are definitely hotter ones, but this one's, this one's pretty good. Uh, I can't do hot. I don't mind, like, salsa. I don't mind medium. Mm. But, okay. like, hot, I just can't. Spicy. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they, she goes on this sightseeing adventure, and she's trying to find whoever she can to go and see if she can find this train station. She asks her cousins. They don't tell her. Then she sees this guy who takes a picture of her with a Polaroid. <laughs> and to him, this whole Polaroid is like the coolest thing. Um, for us, this technology is outdated <laughs> by at least 20 years. Um and then she gets directions from him to the train station. But they're really bad. <laughs> but they're the most confused. If you take a right, then a left, then another left, then a right, then three lefts, then four rights. And somehow she remembers it and makes it to the train station. If no, I heard- no, no. Did she really? Yeah. By his direction? I thought she just figured something else out. No, she next scene, she's at the train station. Mm-hmm. Um. She's at the train station, so she puts on that new mask that um, Bruno made Bruno. for her. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. Um, I wrote, because people may know who she is over there. So she puts right. on this mask so no one knows who she is. Right. She's 6,000 miles from home, and she's thinking that someone's going to pick her out of the <clears> crowd. I, I think she's just getting into character. But the thing that's weird about this, if you're just going to be... A Middle Eastern girl with your hair just, you know, kind of flowing out like that. And you just put and you just cover your eyes like that's that's always been the worst mask I've ever like that could I've ever be seen like a thing. Um, DC tends to do masks like that. But then again, yeah, I Clark mean, Kent. like Robin, right. like Robin's mask. It's like, how do you not know that's Dick Grayson? It's clearly Dick Grayson. His hair is out. Everything else is out. It's just like, oh, just a little areas around his eyes. People didn't notice. Right. Um, okay. Green, Green, Green Lantern. Green Lantern does it. 
Yeah. Well, Green Arrow, remember he didn't wear a mask for the longest time. He just put, like, dark paint near his eyes or something. <laughs> he just used makeup Yeah. and a voice changer. But, again, he had a hood. That's different. You know? He covered up, he covered up most of his face. Yeah, he, he was pretty much covered up the whole time. Uh, very Ronin, like, or at least the way they did in the show. The show, the show turned turn green arrow from what his character really was into basically batman and that's why a lot of people didn't like the show but then then that's why a lot of other people liked the show because it was a different take on green arrow but you know purists of of comics were very upset about it i got into it i liked the first season um actually i liked a lot of the seasons but then it just got really weird like when it came out that he was the green arrow and he was in prison and then diggle took over like i was already checked out before that even happened yeah the last last season or two were the were the hardest part um up until that point i, I thought it was fantastic yeah i stopped watching and I, I at that point i just i switched over to the flash um pretty much watched just the flash after i went through all the other crazy ridiculous shows and then um watched the crossover events which were phenomenal. I love um, I love the crossover events. So it's like, yeah, I, I think that's the one thing that DC did differently than what Marvel's doing. So I just to jump off for a second here. Um, there's a real valid point that I, I heard somebody say something along these lines, and then I took it further because I was thinking about it. Marvel, what Marvel did with the first, like, what, 20 movies, you know, the whole, with the entire Infinity Saga, we'll say, um, they did something that was never done before, you know, ever. So if you think about James Bond, for example, that's just like a series of movies that it's always a new plot, a new thing going on. And the right. only thing that's really tying to it is the code name, you know, 007 James Bond. Um, <clears throat> but here you had a bunch of standalone films and then they came together and they crossed through each other all the time. And they did it in a way where it was like it was really it was well done the problem is the mcu is so overly saturated now with tv shows with movies that unless you've seen everything up to that point you're very lost so i just had somebody talk about how they went and saw doctor strange in the multiverse of madness yet they never saw wandavision i'm like you don't even know what's going on and they're like oh i didn't think i had to watch that because that was just a show and i'm like no you had to watch that um, because if you didn't, then you'd have no idea what's going on with Wanda and why and she D- is the bad guy here. And that makes sense because in DC, you could watch every every TV show standalone and then watch the crossovers, and it won't. You're not missing anything. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, even if you don't watch all the stuff before and just watch the crossovers, you're fine. But the way that they've done it here with the MCU, they've gotten to the point now where again, it's just so overly saturated with content that if you miss something, you're really in the dark. You know, right, and, and it's, it's not the, it's not just Easter eggs anymore. It's not just like, oh, that's because of this, you know, little quick thing. It's like, no, these are like huge points and reasons. Right. And that's so probably, a lot of people were, were saying that they, they um, they're like, oh, I can't watch Doctor Strange yet because I didn't see No Way Home. And I'm like, that doesn't really matter, actually. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. What you need to watch is WandaVision. Right. Um But well, and that's, that's what, what that's, that's why, what they're that's doing. Why we're, that's, and that's why I wanted to do this show as much as. I can't stand this show. I right. I have a feeling that it's going to tie in. Like, we're, like if, if we watch Captain Marvel, if we don't watch this or talk about this, we're going to miss something big. Yeah, when we um, go into the Marvels. Well, yeah, but I mean, we'll we'll see what they do with it. Um, is that coming out? It's coming out next year. I think twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. The Marvels I mean, or most, Captain Marvel? It's called the Marvels. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, that's the new one. It's going to be, you know, uh, Spectrum or whatever she was. Um, Ms. Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. So that's that's what we're going to get there. But I, I just th- I think that's the that's the mistake that Marvel has finally made. Like they've been do they were doing so well with the Infinity Saga, but afterwards it's like what are they going to do to keep things going? Well, they just thought that, you know, busting out all this extra content and saying, "Oh, but it's all canon, you need to know it." Is is their that's their big downfall. This right. this is this is where you know, we're running into problems and you know, we see stuff like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and we're like, "What are you guys doing?" Like I, I will say I, we we just we recently saw um, Thor: Love and Thunder, and that mm-hmm. was pretty good standalone. They didn't wrap anything. That was else good into standalone, it. but then again, you go to you go to the Thor movies that Taika Waititi does, and you don't expect there to be a great story or anything like that. You just want to go in there and just be entertained. That's right. that's what those movies are for. They're they're strictly entertainment. And sometimes, I know we've talked about this. You enjoy just going and enjoying something for entertainment. Sometimes, yeah. I, I analyze things so much where it's hard to, but going into this movie, knowing how Ragnarok went, I went into it saying, I'm just going to be entertained here. There are going to be things that tie into this, that, and whatever, but I'm not going to be critical because I know there's really nothing to be critical of unless there's an, a continuity error. And there really wasn't. Right. Because nothing else really tied into it except for the, except for the Thor saga. Right. The Thor trilogy is the only thing that tied into this movie. Not really, though. Not really. There, there weren't there weren't many ties back, except for bringing up Doctor Selvig and you know seeing him on the on the video chat or phone call or whatever it was, and then Jane. I mean, you really didn't need to know who she was much, like, or anything. It was just knowing well, who Thor was. Right. But what I'm saying is, the only things that they did draw from was the original yeah. saga. Like even mm-hmm. Matt Damon's character and his little storytelling all came from Ragnarok. From Ragnarok, you know. So, but <laughs> and that's that's like uh, I'll say this again. That's the reason why I wanted to do. You know, I, I know I suggested doing this show. Um, one, it, you know, filled in a time gap that we've had <clears throat> in between the good and important TV shows. Um, but I do know that this is going to, you know, come up at some point. And if we went into the the Marvel the new Marvel movie, this uh, Captain Marvel movie that this we would be missing out quite a bit, um, right. not knowing this. At some point, Will will have to go back and at least watch him just to get caught up if he potentially. Yeah, and knowing him, he'll just do it in like a day. Yeah, get it, get out of the way. Yep, um, like a well, band. At this point, she's at the train station, and all of a sudden, a knife gets tossed, thrown at her, and it whizzes oh, yeah, by her she, head. She bumps into Aladdin. Aladdin's she does. here. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's this guy in a red face mask, or handkerchief as a face mask. He's got my hair cut. Did you notice that? I did. <laughs> it was the first thing I thought. I was like, wow, him and Lee have something in common. Um, so a little fight starts out. He knows exactly how to fight her. He knows exactly what her powers are. I don't know how mm. that is. Does he really? Oh, yeah, because she does her, her little arm extension stretchy mm-hmm. thing and then he runs across the top of her arm um and he's he's actually bouncing off everything that she throws at him literally in some cases um she picks up a knife that gets thrown at her and tries throwing it at him <laughs> he she can't throw it. knives no she can't <laughs> throw knives um 
she then she's like, who are you? What are you? You know, she's trying to figure out who this guy is. Um, he knows the bangle. He does not know her. So he knows about the bangle and what it does. Right. Um, and magically, they're best friends. They're on, He's on her side. Exactly. They went right back to, do we just become best friends? 100%. Yep. He then takes her immediately, not vetting her, not knowing who she is, takes her no. to his secret hideout. Mm-hmm. Um, the hideout for... Uh, organization called the red daggers which the red daggers i've never actually heard of in any any in anything no um and it's your it's your traditional secret hideout there's a restaurant that's a front um for this organization and they have to walk through it to get to the back big yeah, info so- this is a big info dump here on who the gin is you know um a multi-dimensional you know, planes and there's a cool, the, the map is actually pretty cool showing the multi dimensions that are going on, the dimensions of the gin versus the dimensions of this world. Um, and the red daggers are here to protect the world from the clandestines or the gin. My question is at this point in time in the Marvel universe, why does nobody know who the clandestines is and why does nobody know about this? multi-dimensions that's going on well because we're just getting into all the multiverse stuff this isn't multiverse though i know it's not this is dimensions this yeah. is a whole other dimension another plane on this un- in this universe yeah i don't know so but there's a lot of info dump in this scene because her his father is it his father no no his leader it- I don't think he ever said it was his father, um, per I mean, se. You really don't know who it is, uh, no. but he does this big info dump. It now skips over to the djinn that were arrested last episode are being marched through this prison in this episode and by the DODC, and they escape. <laughs> they escape, and they leave Kamran behind because he helped Kamala. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just like totally, totally bails on her son, and he's like, "Mom, mom, mommy, mommy, mom, 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 mommy, mom, mom." <laughs> so that's that. That yeah, it, she just dumps him, lets him go. Um, Kamala then is out on a roof with her grandmother. They have another conversation. This is just more info dump, and it's about nothingness. Oh, yeah. um, and then her grandmother's like, you go out with your friends? And she's like, yeah, I'll see my friends. So she goes out with this guy that's part of the Red Daggers. We don't know his name. I haven't heard it yet. I don't remember it. Um, they all have nicknames, and she gives the nickname Sloth Baby. Sloth Baby. And everyone thinks it's cool because mm-hmm. of her teddy bear, her stuffed animal sloth. Um, at this beach party, it's a sleeping pillow, remember, or something. <laughs> it's a napping pillow. Napping pillow. <laughs> so they're at this. They're. <clears throat> she goes with this guy to the beach. They're having a bonfire at the beach, kind of a little, you know, gathering at the beach. Um, and he introduces her to all of his friends. Um, she opens up real quick, and tells him, you know, again with the spicy food, she gets laughed at. And they just have a great time. Meanwhile, her mom and her grandmother 
have a conversation and they make up after 20 plus years of not talking. Um, it's amazing how people make up so fast in these episodes. Oh, yeah. They, they just had to have the opportunity in front of them. Right. Um, this At this point, Kamala's mom invites Kamala's grandmother to America um, because she wants... And her grandmother's like, I thought you left because you didn't want to be around me. And her mom's like, well, I've kind of changed my mind in different ways. So it's just, it's all bad juju. <laughs> Mojo. <laughs> Mojo. <sighs> Whenever I hear that word, all I think of is Transformers. The little, the little pills. Mojo. It's my I little don't puppy. That. Oh. His pup, his dog. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that in a very long time. Oh, now, yeah, 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 yeah. He had a dog, needs his pills. Okay. Right. Um, Kamala comes home her and her mom now catch up and have conversation and they kind of make up she still won't tell her mom what's going on but they kind of make up yay um, yeah Ooh. right so she's now back at the Red Daggers hideout and she goes through some training she gets a new jacket vest for her costume well, cool yeah. which eventually will be part of her costume yeah right and then the gin break in and a big fight happens. There's running, there's jumping, there's they're on bikes. Um, the leader of the Red Daggers who has been training her gets killed. Um, yeah, well that's a, yeah. I, I thought there was one scene when they were fighting inside where they like they ran and like got behind some kind of like foggy door. Mm-hmm. And then the guy gets like pressed up, like he's coming to get them, and then he's gone, and then he comes back again, and he's up against the glass, and then he gets thrown through the glass. I was like, that was actually really shot. It was shot well. Yes. Um, I thought it was actually like I, I I looked away for a second, and I thought I missed something. I'm like, no, that's exactly what just happened. So yeah, that it was well done. I almost didn't expect that guy, um, you know, the bearded dude, whatever, to to survive that initial break in and fight. So the fact that they got out and they were running around on rooftops and through the streets and then they had their, you know, the um, obligatory Disney chase scene through a village type thing. Like, I'm like, didn't we just see this in uh, Boba Fett? <laughs> yes. Basically um, the same I mean, thing. Yeah, it was, a, it was a decent fight scene overall. Um, you see that Kamala's getting much better with the use of her powers. Just by using yeah. it, she's all of a sudden really good. She's sliding around, spinning around, you know, throwing this plasma junk everywhere, figuring it out. Um, she is about to get stabbed with a knife. She puts her hand up to block it. Um, thankfully, it hits the bangle because if it didn't, she'd be hurting. But the knife hits the bangle. This flash of light happens. She comes back and she's at the train station that Boom. she's been seeing in her vision. <clears throat> and it's what, 1942? Yep, pretty much. Yep. 1942? 1942. She gets on, she's, <coughs> this is the same train that her mom, her grandmother, her great grandmother gets on. Um, she no, climbs. it's her grandmother. <coughs> that her grandmother great. gets on. Her grandmother. That was her great grandmother. No, her great-grandmother was Aisha. Right. Her grandmother is the one who got on the train. True. Um, she gets on top of the train to try to find her grandmother, and you see that there are, like, multiple trains. Oh, yeah. With They're hundreds all of people. trying to get out of there. 
That's a, right. that's a lot of train tracks. Right. And then um, roll credits. Wow. Well, that was fun. Good night, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, this, no, I mean, this, the this episode, episode itself... It was just pure info dump. That's oh, yeah. all it was. It was absolute info dump. I mean, the chase scene, the fight scenes and everything were actually really cool. Um, there were multiple ce- scenes. We saw some hand-to-hand combat, um, which was good. Um, I'm happy to get a little bit of an info dump to understand what's going on here um, a little bit more. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, obviously the next episode we'll get into um, is going to have a lot um, more of an explanation as to what's going on. And we'll we'll have an idea of where, where the show is actually going to be going. I mean, it's only six episodes, so generally oh. by the fifth episode we have a good idea of what the what the final battle is going to look like. We hope um, it's six episodes. If it's longer than six episodes... I thought it was six. I'm pretty sure it's six. I'm pretty sure it's six, too, but if it extends past six, I'm going to have a aneurysm or something. Oh, too bad. You're it's really been... enjoying that flashlight, aren't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh, so, anyway... Yeah. So um, <clears throat> to your overall, point, though, I'm I... not. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go. Age before beauty. So and go. you can't spin that. It's your turn. Go. You're younger in age. You exactly. <laughs> um, to your point, though, it with the MCU, it's getting to the point where you can't just watch it just to watch it. You have to. If you Does, don't watch certain things, you're 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 gonna miss a bunch. Yeah, and not even not even beyond that, like what we we're talking about about Thor, for example, because they have things that tie into other things. We have to kind of be as as movie lovers. We have to be critical because we're almost drawn to want to find the flaws in continuity. So when there's so much content, there's almost a competition of nerds. You know, trying to figure out like, oh, you know, they messed this up. Well, did you notice this? And it's like, well, on episode seven, blah, 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 it was the worst episode ever because so-and-so went down the hole. But when you saw them later on, you found out that they actually came up from the hole. And it's like, oh, geez, like, this is where we're at. Well, here, And here's where, Marvel's here's... just given us so much. And we're right. like, they're going to slip. They're going to slip. They're going to slip. So that's what we're all cool. kind of foaming at the mouth for is to see is to see slips, and all we're seeing is is content that is rushed, right. um, and, it does, and that's exactly, that's exactly yeah. it. It feels rushed, and that's what yeah. in the beginning they had the after credit scene, which is the which was the tie in to the next to the next movie. It helped what, tie in the next few movies. The after credit which scene. one did in the beginning uh, uh, with like. Iron Man and oh yeah 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 in back, general you know in general it was now the after credit scene has nothing to do with tying in the next movie it's just no no an extra no, scene it's just yeah it's just an extra scene because if you, you remember know, what was it at the end of um, Guardians two they were um, was it Adam that they introduced um, Adam yeah Adam was introduced at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and that was how many years ago now? It's never come back up so we're, we're going to have to wait until they finally get to Guardians Volume 3 for us to finally see what that was about. I'm like that's not 
it's not what we were doing here. Don't tease us and then and then have us on a string for like eight years. Right. No, but that's how. But, they, but that's how they tied in Iron Man to um, Incredible Hulk to Captain America. Is that well? Let's is, not talk about the the uh, the Iron Man after credit scene that was in Incredible Hulk because it made zero sense. Zero sense. Why why Tony Stark was going up to Thunderbolt Ross and talking about, you know, sounds like you have a Hulk problem. Like, that's not, that that went, like, literally nowhere. Well, no, that, it, was, it made just, no that sense. was just tying the universes together. That's all it was, but it was just like, it, it's almost like the end of Back to the Future. It's like, Marty, you got to come back with me to the future to fix the future. Like, it's just, it was done, and then everyone's like, oh, you know, insert foot in your mouth now because we just, we did this just to... Um, just to tie it in, but it, the dialogue was made zero sense. It was just to put the two together. Somebody right. should have thought of of something better for dialogue to make any sense of that, but they didn't. So, yeah. Right. Well, they they got better for a little bit, and they they tied yeah. it in pretty good after that, and then it just got sloppy and lazy mm-hmm. and rushed. And yeah, now we're expecting after credit scenes. So now we can't watch anything Star Wars or MCU without waiting until the end of the credits to see if something comes up. And quite frankly, I'm getting really annoyed that I keep doing that now on everything that Disney's been putting out. Because I'm just like, I just wasted another 15 minutes of my life yeah. waiting to see if something's going to pop up. <laughs> At least if I'm watching it on my computer, I can, can I can, I can, I can like hover over it and see if any any images pop up but if i'm doing it on my phone i'm out of luck so anyway that's that's that but i i feel like the reality here is marvel has finally dropped the ball and it, I'm, this is just in general not just ms marvel but Mar- marvel has finally dropped the ball and they're struggling to figure out which one it which one it is you know they they dropped a, a you know uh, their favorite basketball, their lucky basketball, in a pile of basketballs, and then they got they spun around fifty times. And now they're like, oh no, where'd that ball go? Like that's what they're they they don't know what they're doing. They don't know right. how to pick things back up again. And it's just I thought Kevin let's try Feige this one. Doing... Nope. Let's try this one. Nope. I thought you know, Kevin just... Feige was doing great for a while. And now he's just he's he's too busy. You know. Right. So we we know people who have overextended themselves, even just in our church community. And um, they get to a point where it's just, hey, you were doing good for a while. Stop trying to be involved constantly. Take a break. F- reprioritize and make sure you're doing it for the same reasons you started doing it for and not for something else. You right. know, check your heart. Check your motivation and your, and your inspiration and reason for doing things. And I feel like that's, that might be what Feige needs to hear at this point. It's like, hey, you've done well. Sit this one out. Or, you know, take right. a moment, you know, let's n- let's not rush and say we have to have 10 new projects out this year. You know, let's just take it slow, maybe a couple projects a year. Now there's an obsession over it, and you've got people like us who are popping up with podcasts. And we're pretty much, as far as TV shows, we're solely just working on the Star Wars and the Marvel Universe. We haven't talked about any other shows. So, because they shows. keep giving us content. Yeah. Right. But well, that's we're it. not going to do She-Hulk. I don't think we're not? are we. Oh, I thought uh, we were. Are we? I think I feel like that's going to tie in. Ugh. <laughs> and then we yeah. got Endor. Andor. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I think this is our quickest podcast. Yeah. I skipped oh, over yeah. a bunch in that episode because it was all literally just info dump. Mm-hmm. It was all info dump. That was and it was pointless info dump. It wasn't even like Yeah, helpful. well the biggest thing the biggest thing we got out of it is um the dude confirmed, yeah, if you tr- if they try to get back home, their whole home is gonna destroy our home. It's basically right. you're you're opening up a doorway that's gonna turn their world, you know, over into our world and it's just gonna engulf it and destroy it. So haven't they, haven't they done that before? Oh yeah, wasn't it called Hellboy? Maybe. I'm pretty sure that's what exact like the exact storyline for Hellboy, which is why he stays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. made a actually it's on HBO Max. Uh, they made a like they had Hellboy and Hellboy Two with what's his yeah. name. Um, yeah. Then they made the new one uh, they made a few a years new ago. One. Yeah. Yeah. They I wanted haven't... to make up for the other one. They wanted it to be more serious and more like the the comics and stuff. Well, what's his name? Uh, Ron Perlman was the original. Ron Perlman, yeah. I thought he was a great Hellboy. He was. He was. I mean, we, we've he seen fit, him as, we've seen him as Beast. Well. He was Beast and Beauty and the Beast back in the day. No way. Yeah, that's that's pretty much like his thing. <laughs> like the old, the old soap opera-like show. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, he was great as Hellboy. The new one, I don't even know who the new guy is. Like, yeah, I don't remember offhand. Um, but yeah, it, it it existed. David Harbor. Oh, oh, duh, David Harbor. That is him. You're right. I'm looking at the picture now. Clearly, you know who David Harbor is. He's from Hellboy. Oh, jeez. He. No, he's from Stranger Things. He's the the sheriff from Stranger Things. Oh yeah. He's also yeah, in Suicide Squad, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. He was he was the the Russian dude, the father there. Oh, that's right. That's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't realize it was David Harbor. I thought I looked him up, but I, I guess I didn't. Oh. The father, yeah. The the when he puts on the outfit, <laughs> he's, he's like he's like a sausage trying to fit in the casing. Yeah, it was that was pretty rough. It was funny uh, though. The only good thing that came out of that movie was her making fun of, um, the landing, her, the landing, yeah. that and the yeah. hair flip. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I will say this: I, I'm getting. I love that we're expanding out on our movies because it's giving us something new to talk about because the MCU is getting just, it's almost mm-hmm. getting dull to talk about. Well, we did say this a while ago, like, they're doing so well, they're doing so well, I'm almost afraid to watch more because they're gonna, there's going to be a point where they start dropping it. And all these projects that are coming out, they sound amazing. And we're so pumped for them to come out. And we go to watch it and we get the multiverse of madness or and it's just Ms. it's Marvel. it's well Ms. Well, I marvel guess, i guess this Ms. we marvel knew what Ms. marvel was going into it it was right. basically I guess for what this show is it's decent for what this show is absolutely for what it is that's it's what it is and they're and they're tying it in in a way where it's like hey we're gonna have this character brought up here in this element but when it's brought into the movie it's gonna be more like the movie so I get that they're giving it a backstory that fits where it is kind of like we always talked about um, when we watched Boy Meets World as a kid the show itself grew up as we grew up right. so as as we grew up the characters grew up and the show matured as well and it became more serious and less just like a kid sitcom well it was a sitcom yeah less like right. a kid sitcom and more of a 
serious thing. I mean, even Saved by the Bell kind of did that to a point as well, yeah. a little bit. But um, that's what they're they're going to be doing here, where it starts off here's the here's the world, here's the culture of a, of a teenage girl, and then from there it's going to go to um, you know following in with the rest of the universe, just kind of fitting right in. So that's where we're at. I'm not surprised um, with uh, I'm, I'm not surprised that's the way that they're they're going with it. Right. And we went into it knowing it was going to be a little teeny show. Right. What, they, what, they, what, what I will be disappointed if they don't do it is they introduced the Netflix Marvel characters into the MCU. Yeah, they did. And if they don't go anywhere with that, they're they're going to because already, um, well, I know they're already crossing over the the Sony characters, the Sony Spider-Man characters like Morbius and you know Venom, um, Venom Carnage and all that stuff, and they've had these crossovers in between. Even in the Morbius movie, you have um, Tombs in there, you know Michael Keaton playing the Vulture. Um, and then, you know, just like references back and forth to different Spider-Men. And I think with the multiversal um, opening that came out in No Way Home, we're going to see a lot more crossover stuff that's going to happen out of it. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely an opportunity there. But at this point, I feel like the only thing that they're doing that they're doing well is, as you, as, you know, we've said over and over again, you know, Sony working with Marvel has been great because the Spider-Man stuff has been fantastic. We haven't right. had a flop in the Spider-Man. Not that I want to say that out loud, you know, but the reality is, like, it's still been good. Right. You know, even when we've had flops for shows and other movies, Spider-Man still killed it. And I've always loved the character of Spider-Man, so the fact that they're, like, doing it justice is, you know, brings a lot of warmth right. to my and heart. I actually went back and watched um, the first The Amazing Spider-Man. Garfield, the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not that bad of a movie. No, it's not. It's the not second the second one. Was one. Awful. That was the when he was dubstepping the itsy bitsy spider and like a uh, you know <laughs> with like <laughs> over in like the power generation station or whatever. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And the whole thing didn't make much sense. Right. But and the then, first and then movie you see, was actually really really well done. I yeah. I thought it was. I mean, he was still cooler for what he was. Yeah, but I guess in that universe with Gwen Stacy, he was a little cooler than with MJ. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it is what it is. I think um, like I I can I can appreciate it for what it was, but the fact that the Amazing Spider-Man was what was what it was, I was like, or sorry, Amazing Spider-Man Two was what it was. I just was like, ah, hurry well, up and make I, hurry up and make a new one and redeem it. But like, here's the did, reality. They did that, though, in the No Way Home, is they redeemed him completely. Right, they did. And that was that was great. It was it was a good way to give everybody their last shot, um, even if it, is, if it is not their last shot. It, it's given them an opportunity to come back. And, and I know I, I mentioned it before, but there were and might still be talks of there being a, uh, a fourth uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie now that the Tobey Maguire thing was kind of brought back in. Um, which, again, I want to see Peter Parker with a beard. I want to see older Spider-Man, you know, basically his final battle doing what he's got to do. You know, maybe even a pass, a passing of the torch thing down to a Miles Morales would be fantastic in a Raimi-verse. I think that would be great. Um, and and they, that's and that's not saying anything. They kind of did that, though. They, they kind of did. 
yeah in the in the in, the, in um spider verse um well yeah the cartoon yeah i know that's that's the animated though that's not technically part of the mcu that that was sony sony animation which directly. was fantastic it really was and the next one did you see the trailer for the next one it looks They're pretty doing good another one yeah no they've been talking about that forever Spider Pig. Um, it's it's um it's not called Into the Spider Verse. It's something about the you know Spider Ham in the Spider Verse. I don't know. It's it's something that's like now that we're we've established it. <laughs> There's gonna be more to it. I mean, right. they even opened it up at the end of the movie where like Gwen came back. It's like, come on, you gotta come with me. Where? Back to the future. Oh, no, never mind. Um, but that's <laughs> basically how they were leading that up. It's like we knew there was gonna be a sequel, but now that the trailer's right. out, it's pretty. Yeah, it, it lines right up. Awesome. But anyway. Well, I think I'm uh, good with this episode today. I think it's like yeah, a me half too. hour episode. It's fantastic. I'll take it. Usually it takes us half an hour to get into a movie. It's but half hey. hour of power. What was that? The half hour of power. There you go. I believe so, that was one of some 41's albums. It was just a half an hour of power. So with that said, um, have a great one, everybody. See you later. Thank you.